TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. Good Monday morning, everybody. February 15th. My name is PC Tunney. Back at you here with Chair Shot Radio. Welcome back, everyone. Once again, thank you to everybody that's been listening. We do appreciate it. Chair Shot Radio Network. Chair Shot Radio. Every day, something brand new for you. Before we get going, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chair Shot. Grab yourself a Chair Shot t-shirt. And while you're there, grab one for your friend. And after that, head on over to TheChairShot.com. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Everything there for you at TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I want to touch on a couple subjects today, one of which is UFC 258, we'll get to shortly, and the other of which is NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. What a card. Can't wait to get into it with y'all. I'll be right back. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day, just Five excellent wrestling matches, not to mention an awesome ending to the show. Let's get right into it. We would have both Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament Finals on this card. The card would start with the women's, with the fruition of the women's tournament. The winner would receive a shot at the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships, currently held by Nia, My Whole Jax, and Shayna Baszler. Um, There's a really... (laughs) I'll have to put it out there on social media. Follow me on the Twitter at PC Tunney. Someone did a remix of, of Nia uh, taking the bump with her hole. So it, it, it was very funny. I'll have to get it out there for you. I think I just sent it privately to some of my friends over at the chair shot, but we'll get that out there for you today. All right, back to NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day. I thought this was the second best match on the card, to be honest with you. The match that these women had to open the show was phenomenally excellent. Amber Moon teaming up with Shotzi Blackheart, taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai would come out victorious. I'm hoping this means maybe a main event move to them and a team that can come up there and kind of bring that women's tag team division together. Let's build that up on the main roster, right? Let's get more teams involved with becoming actual teams. You've seen the growth that Nia and Shayna have had personality-wise being together and becoming a team. We split a lot of these other teams up that were been together for a long time, like the Iconics, for an example. Let's bring Dakota Kai up. Let's bring Raquel Gonzalez up. Let's make them a formidable tag team so that when you think of one, you think of the other and the tag team that they have. I'm really looking forward, hoping that they actually get the match with Shayna and Nia. I think that would be a really good matchup. I think both those teams could play well off each other in a wrestling match. And I'd love to see Dakota Kai and... Raquel Gonzalez get their due and maybe win some titles here. Uh, that would be really interesting to kind of develop some more talent, especially on the women's division side of things in WWE. Now, a match that was right behind it as far as quality goes, Kushida and Johnny Gargano, excellent, excellent match. I, I was hoping Kushida would get the strap here. In fact, I thought he was. 
I was really invested in the match that way, and the number of false finishes at the end was excellent. These two guys putting their bodies on the line. Kushida showing you why he is one of the best in the world, why he was brought into NXT, and why guys like Johnny Gargano want to work with him. I don't see that maybe maybe this is over, maybe it isn't. I, like I said, I thought maybe Kushida was going to win here and then they'd run it back again, but we'll see what happens moving forward. Obviously, you can do whatever you want with Johnny Gargano, and Kushida seems to be somebody that's going to have a great match with anybody. So kudos to those two guys. I really enjoyed that match. I just got the women's tag team match a little bit ahead of that. Now, a couple of new tag teams if you're not consistently following NXT. MSK and the Grizzled Young Vets. Obviously, we've been going through the Dusty Tournament. And MSK was kind of an upset here. Young Grizzled Vets, I, I was thinking might come away. I got both these tag matches absolutely wrong. But another really good match. And once again, reiterating the fact that we got good young talent in the tag team division, right? These are two tag teams, and they put on an excellent match. Now we're going to get a tag team championship match for MSK taking on, I believe, Loney Orkin and Danny Birch. So we'll see that down the line, and we'll be talking about those couple fellows very shortly here as well. Now the women's NXT championship, it didn't really seem to make a lot of sense for Io Shirai to lose the belt here. Once again, I was hoping maybe Mercedes Martinez would win. I didn't think Tony Storm was ready to take that next step yet, but to keep the belt on Io see what they can come up with her as they move forward. I don't know what the next show is going to be for TakeOver or for as far as a TakeOver in NXT is concerned. I would imagine maybe some of these belts are going to be contended for over WrestleMania weekend, which is two nights. Maybe they're going to have something the weekend before. I don't know. It's really odd because the, only, the next scheduled TakeOver is the NXT UK, which is in June. So we'll have to see what's going on here moving forward with NXT. And speaking of moving forward with NXT... An amazing championship match last night. Pete Dunne, Finn Balor put on quite the show. And after the match was all over, out come Orkin and Birch. Not happy that their guy didn't win the match. And they start beating down Finn. But lo and behold, the undisputed era. Kyle O'Reilly, Roddy Strong, Adam Cole come out to make the save. To an unknowing and surprised Finn Balor who eventually accepts the handshake for Kyle O'Reilly. And as they go to pose, Roddy, Finn, Kyle O'Reilly, and Adam Cole to throw up the Undisputed Era, Finn follows with the gunpoint instead and gets sweet chin music by Adam Cole. And wow, what a way to set up a storyline moving forward for that championship. It's perfect. Adam Cole, Finn Balor, let's do it. Let's make this the main thing that's going on. You can see that the division in the Undisputed Era has already happened. Adam Cole and Roddy Strong on one side. It seems Kyle O'Reilly has taken to Finn Balor's side, especially, I would imagine, after the sweet chin music that he took from Adam Cole. So what an NXT show. One of the better ones in a long time. The wrestling was excellent as usual, but you get these storylines coming out of them, which are just phenomenal. I mean, I can't wait to see what's going to happen this week between Finn Balor and Adam Cole on NXT. It, it, the, we, people have been waiting and wondering what's going to happen with the Undisputed Era for a while. Will they break up? Will they come up to the main roster? Well, we're going to start to see some of that now, I would imagine, considering the giant division within Undisputed Era and Finn Balor filling in that crack. We'll see what happens right there. But kudos to everybody at NXT. Another great job once again. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just excited to see what they're going to be doing moving forward. Let me just reiterate that once again. So shout-out to everybody at NXT. Congratulations. If you haven't watched the show yet, go back. Even if you know what happened, the wrestling matches are excellent. All right, speaking of excellent shows, 
I want to get to UFC 258 and a few things UFC has coming up here in the near future. And we'll do that right after this. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, folks. Cheershot Radio, Monday morning. I hope you all got your coffee. I hope you're ready to have a great week. It is February 15th. My name is PC Tunney. You can follow me at PC Tunney. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. Pick up a Chairshot t-shirt. And thanks to everybody that's been tuning in. Chairshot Radio Network. Tons, tons, tons of great, great, great podcasts right here. Sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment. Everything you can need right there at thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Speaking of great podcasts coming up. After you listen to Chairshot Radio today, Bandwagon Nerds will be dropping. They're in the middle of their 90s project, reviewing different genres of films from the 90s. Started that off with sci-fi and fantasy last week, and this week's episode covers the family-slash-animation realm. So a lot of things fit into that. I'll tell you, my top three were The Lion King, Sandlot, and Home Alone. So just excellent movies, excellent time period for me, um, being that I am in my late 30s. So make sure you check out Bandwagon Nerds. Always a good time. Always a great listen on that show. Let's get back to it. Chairshot Radio, Monday morning. UFC is what I want to talk about. Excellent event over the weekend. UFC 258, obviously one of the big main events that they've had for a while. Kamaru Usman taking on Gilbert Burns, former, former sparring partners. They trained together. Something went wrong there. Kind of frenemies now. Didn't bump hands before the fight. And what a fight we had. Gilbert Burns comes out in the first round and looks like he's going to be making some moves here. Has a really good first round, and I think he just came out a little too strong. Usman would gain his bearings, and in the third round, eventually, he'd be knocking out Gilbert Burns. I mean, Usman, he reminds me that's 13 in a row in the UFC now, 17 fights in a row. He's won. I think he has over a 67% finish rate in those fights as well. I mean, what he's doing reminds me of George St. Pierre. And to be honest with you folks, George St. Pierre is four days younger than I am. And I don't know at my age I would want to get back into the octagon and fight a guy like Kamaru Usman. But I can tell you that if George St. Pierre decided to do it, I would definitely want to watch it. But shout out to Kamaru Usman. Like he said after the fight, put some respect on his fucking name. This guy has just been amazing. 
I'm really interested to see what he's going to have coming up for him as far as fights go. I would imagine a guy like Colby Covington or Leon Edwards would be right there up towards the top, maybe a Stephen Thompson. Obviously, Masvidal and Woodley are guys he's beaten before, so they're going to have to come and take that belt from him, and I'm really interested to see how the legend of Kamaru Usman is going to grow because pound for pound, he could possibly be the best guy in the business right now. I think there's a few guys like that. I mean, John Jones is not around. I can't throw him in there. And Namaga Madoff hasn't decided whether or not he's going to stay retired. So I would have to say Usman would be right up there with the guy possibly like Adesanya. Now let's move into the future a little bit. UFC 258 was phenomenal. 259 coming up, I think, is going to be ridiculous. Blockowitz defending the light heavyweight belt against already middleweight champion Israel Adesanya. I mean, just to have that fight alone. Adesanya going to be a two-belt, working on being a two-belt champion. I can't wait to see that. The switch style of Israel against, you know, Blockowitz just in there throwing bombs. We'll see what happens. I mean, Adesanya has the reach advantage against him, but will that weight moving up be too much for him? I can't wait to see that. UFC 259, that's going to be an excellent card. That's March 6th, okay? Now, the nice thing about that pay-per-view is, Amanda Nunes is also fighting, defending her belt. In addition, Peter Yan is taking on Aljamain Sterling, defending his belt as well. So three championship matches, probably one of the biggest supercards UFC has had in a while in that nature. Now there's one other division I want to get to, and it has to do with UFC Fight Night that's going to be coming up here. The next two weekends UFC Fight Night is going to feature heavyweights. You got Blades and Lewis, and then you got Rosenstruck versus Gain, and that's kind of all a precursor to a month from that Rosenstruck fight, which is going to be Miocic and Nagano too. So you got to figure the the UFC heavyweight division really almost looks like a tournament style right now. The winner of Blades and Lewis, honestly, to me, that should be the number one contender. These two guys have gone out there. I mean, Rosenstruck got knocked out by Nagano in 20 seconds, I believe. I don't think Gain has the victories. Curtis Blades, to me, is the guy I'm looking to get a nice victory this weekend and possibly be the one to challenge Miocic or Nganu. I'm guessing end of summer, early fall, something like that. So lots of huge, huge things coming up for the UFC. This coming weekend, Blades vs. Lewis fight night. The following weekend, Rosenstruck vs. Gain. March 6th, we got UFC 259 with those three championship fights, which include Blockowitz, Adesanya, Amanda Nunes, Peter Jan, and then the 27th, the big heavyweight match we've been waiting for for a little while, Miocic Nganu 2. That's going to be another beautiful, beautiful fight. UFC is hot right now. I mean, they're the ones that came back. They're the ones that showed everybody how to do it. Dana White's been doing a phenomenal job. They keep everybody safe. What a beautiful, beautiful setup they have over there in Fight Island. They're starting to bring things back to Vegas. Before you know it, we're going to be seeing fans back at UFC events. We're going to be seeing fans back at WrestleMania, I would imagine. And it's just going to feel a lot better watching it on television. And kudos to those people who are getting to get to enjoy that in person. I mean, how long has it been? How long has it been to be there in person? How long has it been to see that kind of energy over the television and feel that come through, especially you get that in the UFC and in professional wrestling? All right, folks, I appreciate you tuning in. Like I said, ChairShot Radio Network, tons of great podcasts, ChairShot Radio every single morning. Make sure you check out Bandwagon Nerds later today. Make sure you tune back in for ChairShot Radio tomorrow. Greg DeMarco will be hitting you up the next couple days. Follow that up with Head Trauma Thursdays with Ray and Mags across the pond. I'll be back on Friday. Yeah, folks, uh, what a big weekend it was. What a big, big weekend for NXT, for UFC, and just for fans. I mean, you got two nights of great entertainment. So 
congratulations, Kamaru Usman. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Adam Cole, baby, and Finn Balor this Wednesday. My name's PC Tunney. Follow me at PC Tunney. Have a great week. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.